Well, hey there, and welcome back into the BetUS NFL show. We're glad that you're with us for a Thursday. We're coming your way a little later on Thursday, still in the 1 Eastern time hour. We typically have been here throughout the football season at 1 Eastern time. My guys, Scott Kellen and Chris Farley are back aboard. Even though the Super Bowl not being played in Arizona until a week from Sunday, we couldn't resist. We couldn't We couldn't let a Thursday go by and not chat up Super Bowl 57, Philadelphia Eagles, Kansas City Chiefs a little bit. So, boys, good to be back with you. And we're going to have a bit of an interesting show uh, here to give you some insight, to give you some early reads at some futures plays maybe, and even a chance at some live Q&A. So if you're with us live here on Thursday in the 1 Eastern time hour, Hit us up with some questions and answers. We'll try to get to some of those. That has not been typical. If you're new to the show, we don't typically have a lot of time for Q&A. Today, we'll have a little bit at the back end of the show. So if you've got some questions about futures plays or some of the stuff we're talking about, hit us up. And as always, hit that like button. Make sure that you're subscribed here on the BetUS NFL show. Chris Farley, good to be back with you. It's Philadelphia, Kansas City. We've got plenty of time to talk about it today and next week. How are things, my friend? Things are great. Yeah, right Right now I'm on the edge of my seat to talk about the Super Bowl. I feel like by next week, um, you know, I'll be I'll be exhausted talking about the Super Bowl. So right now it's still exciting. Um, you know, it, it kind of stinks that there's two weeks in between because you really want to see these teams play. But great for their injuries, you know, great for rest and recovery. And I think as the line indicates, this is going to be a very entertaining game. So I'm looking forward to talking about it with both of you. Yep, no doubt about that. Scott Kellen, good to be back with you here. And we should say to the audience, Scott is not able to be with us next week, so take a lot of what he's saying here to heart with his leans and his stuff. But we may even sneak in an official play. We'll proxy you an official play if needed. Good to have you with us today, still 10 days away from the game. How are things? Uh, things are great. Uh, it's, it kind of seems like an eternity between now and when the Super Bowl will happen. happen. So kind of everything Chris said. Uh and I don't know what I'm going to do Sunday, TJ. I'm going to wake up, and it's going to be the first time in, what, 20-some-odd weeks. There's no NFL. I'm sure I'll be working on some prop stuff and whatnot. But uh, And uh, if, if if the stars align, you know, possibly I'll throw in, you know, any, any of the picks I have next week, and you guys can at least post them as well. So, uh, But excited to get going, and uh, I agree. This looks like it's going to be a fantastic game. Unfortunately, you know, with every game that's played, I, you know, whether you bet on it or not, you try to take something from it and learn and, and just use that as data going forward. I don't know what we learned from the Philadelphia game last week because they basically ended up playing like Navy, uh, you know, who could not throw the ball, essentially. So that was very unfortunate. But, um, you know, we'll move forward and it should be a great game. Yep. The injury, obviously, to Brock Purdy, which does turn out to be a torn el- elbow ligament. Uh, and he is going to be out at least six months, if not a year. So that could affect, obviously, the 49ers' plans as well. They've got Trey Lance injured uh, off the season, and he's coming back from a season-ending injury. What does San Francisco uh, do there? But you're right. That that game became almost comical uh, and almost just run the clock out because San Francisco couldn't throw the ball. They didn't have a quarterback left to throw it. Uh, not even a, not even Christian McCaffrey on on really one good leg who had played some high school quarterback and had thrown the ball some at Stanford as a as a running back that could throw the ball. They couldn't even use him in the game. And so it became a one sided blowout, two easy wins for the Eagles and then two uh, impressive games for the Chiefs in the fourth quarter in particular as they pulled out the win over Cincinnati dramatically. The game they lost a year ago at Arrowhead, they pulled out dramatically. All right. So let's take a look at our overall record. 
through uh, everything now, through the championship games, through the regular season. Look at that. The show still sitting 20 games above 500. We did have some picks come through last week on the show, including Chris with a uh, Brock Purdy under 19 and a half completions. You had no issue whatsoever once Purdy got hurt. You were golden uh, on that. Uh, you also had Jalen Hurts' is under on the rushing total. You also had the game total for the Philadelphia uh, San Francisco game under. So Chris had a good week uh, last week. As Scott mentioned, he was really uh, derailed by the injury to Purdy on the things that you had analyzed and put forward in that game uh, there from last week. All right, so let's get into this matchup a little bit. Here's what we'll do on the schedule. The matchup is the Chiefs and the Eagles. We have the winners, the Kansas City Chiefs of the Super Bowl back three seasons ago, Super Bowl 54. We have the Eagles, who did win the Super Bowl a couple of years before that in Super Bowl 52. Previously, that's Nick Foles beating Tom Brady and the Patriots. So now the Eagles are back in. The Chiefs are in for the third time in four years. The line is one. Philadelphia favored by one. Total is 51 in this one. All right, give me a quick thought here. Uh, Chris, you made mention of that the, the line indicates it's going to be a very competitive game. Are you surprised that Philadelphia is not at least, let's say, a field goal favorite right away? Well, you know, Sunday night, right, we saw this line come out, Kansas City a short favorite, and the Sharp Bennett community moved in really fast. I mean, within minutes, you saw that line starting to shift, and then very quickly it went onto Philly's side. So, you know, I, I think it checks out in a lot of ways. I mean, as far as metrics go, power ratings go, the way that the handicapping community evaluates these games, the Philadelphia Eagles are going to are gonna get a lot of high marks. You know, I mean, this is a... Very, very complete team. Um, they're a matchup problem for everybody they face in the NFL, which speaks to how much talent they have, especially in the trenches, right? I mean, we saw Nadama Katsu come in from the you know second string on their defensive line against the 49ers, right? Like that's the kind of personnel you have on the Philadelphia Eagles. So it it makes sense. It makes sense that they're a slight favorite, but I wouldn't look too much into this line if I'm the audience, you know, if I'm betting on this game, this is virtually a pick 'em, right? The sports books came out, they liked Kansas City, the Sharps like Philadelphia, but the, you know, the point is it should be a very close game and it's really hard to choose a side. Um, I will say that I am leaning pretty strongly towards Kansas City, so strongly, in fact, that I do have a bet that I could mention on this show that I am going to pick. The Kansas City. I mean, are we are we are we getting to that part just yet? Should actually, <laughs> it, actually, we wanted to talk injuries first, and it's my okay. fault because I kind of prompted you on the line. So we'll get to that's a good tease, though. We'll get to Let's what see. you think here in the next segment. Scott Kellen, along those same lines, with Mahomes' injury status, uh, and again, we believe he's going to play. He's got an extra week to rest. We saw him hobbling at the end of the AFC title game. Do you believe this line kind of is where it is? because of the uncertainty with Mahomes and the ankle. I guess how much of that is a factor, Scott Kellen? Uh, I think, yeah, I think a couple of things. So, you know, first of all, if the line's bouncing from one and a half KC to one and a half Philadelphia, it, like Chris said, it's it's basically a pick em. Oh, I don't want to call it completely irrelevant. Last time I took a money line when the line was plus one, Arizona and Seattle, the game tied 6-6, and uh, I got my money back rather than winning. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to call that stuff uh, on a Sunday night game, if you guys remember that years ago. I do. Uh, so I don't want to call it completely irrelevant, but, you know, the one, one and a half to one and a half uh, on the other side is not super, uh, you know, important. Um, and, and I will say, yes, I think there's some Mahomes stuff in there. But remember, Kansas City had a lot of injuries in that game. Tony, Smith-Schuster, 
um, uh, Legereus Sneed, their best cornerback, with a concussion, uh, a couple of the linebackers. So Hardman, yes. Re- yeah. Nicole Hardman, I, yes. Yeah, and, and Hardman as well, right? So uh, I think it's a reflection of all that kind of coming together and uncertainty, especially, you know, on Sunday night after the line came out in Philadelphia. Yeah, Dickerson, you know, got a little banged up on, on the offensive line, but I think he's going to be okay. But, um, and, you know, you got the just the remaining questions on Hertz. Uh, so I think a lot of that movement, you know, perhaps a little bit came because of that as well. And just all that uncertainty built in and people, you remember, you know, people will take something. It's, it's a great line. You, you can get Philly plus one, they'll take it and they'll figure it out later, you know, just knowing the injury. So I think there was a fair amount of that going on uh, in regards to that as well. All right. So health is going to be an important thing. A couple of distinctions. While Andy Reid has been talking about some injury stuff this week, the teams don't have to put an injury report out until the middle of next week. It's always that policy of it's usually four days before the game. You'll start seeing injury stuff uh, that is going to be important. They they didn't even have Mahomes on the injury report last week. They basically just green-lighted him and said he's going to play. It's not going to be even listed as questionable that he's going to play. Uh, so let's just see on the injuries, and that that will be more of a factor for Kansas City, especially the receivers. Remember, at the end of that game, because of the injuries during the game, they were only down to, I believe, two healthy wide receivers at the very end. With Tony Hurt, with Hardman Hurt during the game, and one other receiver that got hurt during the game, they were down to maybe three at the most, but two receivers for a lot of the stuff they were doing. Obviously, you've got a chance, if you're Andy Reid now, to work a couple of other guys out. We'll see how that plays in. That's a next week question with the injuries. All right, so to the matchup, itself. Chris, you started here on this with a couple of things from a future standpoint that you're looking ahead. Give me something here, and Scott, you're going to give me something as well. Give me something, Chris, here that you're looking at a week and a half out. Yeah, sure. Uh, first of all, I'll talk about the total. Uh, this is up to 51 at BetUS, 50 and a half at a lot of other books. And for a Super Bowl matchup, that that's a pretty high total. And we know how uh, effective, how potent these two offenses can be. But that total has only gone over 50 12 different times in the Super Bowl, 9-3 and three against the spread to the under. And, you know, it, in a lot of these situations, right, especially when you have a team like the Philadelphia Eagles who are led by, let's face it, a, a 24-year-old quarterback, right, who, who, who seems like he has as much poise as anybody in the NFL, but the Super Bowl is a little different. You know, there's going to be flashbulbs going off, the nerves, the, the feeling of the moment. Um, I think the Kansas City defense, too, who they just have an uncanny ability to play really well in the postseason. Uh, I do think they're going to make a lot of stops against the Philly offense. And I think we can trust on the other end that the Philly defense, for as talented as it is, as fast as they are. I mean, we saw Hassan Riddick in that last game, just explosive from the very beginning, caused that fumble to Brock Purdy. I think they're going to be ready, right? And, and defenses feel a lot less of the nerves, right? Because, I mean, they're not the ones holding the ball. Right. All I got to do is tackle. Right. And it, 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 I don't know. It's just like an easier thing to get used to. I think you just don't feel the same amount of nerve. So um, even though these two offenses are so potent, I like the under in this one, especially at 51. 51 is a key number uh, in total. So it's nice that it's up there to 51 at Bet US. And I tend to think that it's going to shift down a little bit more in the next week or week and a half. So I'm going to take advantage of that now. And I'm going to also bet on the Kansas City Chiefs as a money line underdog. Uh, it's only around plus 105 or so, but I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs team, I mean, let's start with Patrick Mahomes, right? Uh, clearly, he's the best quarterback 
between the two, right? Just because of all their experience have. I mean, he's Patrick Mahomes. I don't think many people would say there's a better quarterback than him right now in the NFL. But this is his the this is so five straight years he's been to the AFC title game mm-hmm. since he started as as the as the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback. Five straight years he's been to a Pro Bowl, and this is his third Super Bowl appearance in five years, right? So you you can't even I mean that. That experience is incomparable to what Jalen Hurst has experienced so far in his pro NFL career. And my thing is, and I think it speaks to Scott's bets, bet too, that I really like, he's going to talk about soon, is if Kansas City has the ball at the end of this game, if it's a one-score game and Patrick Mahomes has a shot, which I think it will be, and the line indicates it's going to be close, then I trust Patrick Mahomes to make it happen in that situation, in any in any situation really, we saw him last week making unbelievable throws on one leg. Uh, you know, the guy just makes it happen. We've seen it time and time again, and I think that's going to be the difference. If this Kansas City defense, like I said, they play really well in these big spots. They're going to have their offense. Philly's going to have some wins in this one, too. But I do think that the moment is going to be huge for Jalen Hurts. I think he'll handle it well, but let's face it. In that game against San Francisco, when we did see him throw, he didn't look that great, right? He um, airmailed a few passes. Maybe his shoulder is not 100%. He did say that before the game. Um, so I, I don't know if something's a little off with Jalen right now, but I don't think they can depend on their run game throughout this entire game. They're going to have to throw the football at a certain point. And when it comes down to it, we haven't seen Jalen Hurts have to throw a precision pass in a big moment yet in his career, not like this. That's a really tough thing to, you know, just because we don't know it doesn't mean he's not going to do it. But I would rather err on the side of a Patrick Mahomes, especially if I think it's going to be a one-score game. So for now, under 51 and Chiefs money line. Interesting on those two plays 10 days out. Scott Kellen, ton of college experience for what it's worth for Jalen Hurts. Uh, I was in attendance for the college football playoff championship win, the first matchup with Clemson where they won the game in Arizona in that same stadium, what is State Farm Stadium now. They then played here in Tampa in the rematch game won by Deshaun Watson and Clemson, but Jalen Hurts got the Alabama Crimson Tide in the end zone in the final minute. They left too much time. Deshaun Watson went to the other end, and Clemson scored and won the game, or they would have had back-to-back titles. Interesting that Hurts then stayed another season at Alabama after that, went to the bench in favor of Tua Tagovailoa, uh, and and eventually had to be used in uh, in relief of Tua a couple of times, was a great teammate that season before transferring to Oklahoma. So he's played in a lot of big college postseason games. He's played now in three NFL postseason games. A thought on Hurts. And give me something early here that you're looking towards, you're leaning towards 10 days out, Scott Kelly. Yeah, I, you know, uh, on the Hurts thing, uh, you know, to Chris's point, they averaged 3.8 yards of play last week against San Francisco. Now they ran the ball 44 times, you know, so that, but the, uh, without going back and looking at it real quick, their yards per pass were not super high either. Now they were playing a very elite defense. And this is again, why it was so disappointing. First of all, you know, I'm sitting there with the over on George Kittle, three and a half receptions. He ends up with three. I've got the over for the game, of course. And, and, and Chris has, you know, just the, the opposite of it uh, where he's got the under Purdy. So I'm just imagining Chris sitting there having some drinks, maybe a big tub of ice cream or something because everything is good. And maybe I'm drinking for the opposite reason, right? Because I can see this thing, you know, uh, falling apart. But, um, you know, I mean, kudos to Philadelphia, right? They put themselves in a position to have everything that they had, uh, but they haven't been real tested. And 
And, you know, I even saw someone say this week, you know, we're focusing so much on Mahomes injury. You know, it's possibly hurts. It's possible hurts is even maybe more banged up than Mahomes in some degree. So there's a big unknown there. And that, that was the most disappointing thing about last week's game. We really didn't get to see uh, a whole lot just because of the way the game played out. Um, you know, with that said, a couple points. Um, first of all, uh, I think one thing that Kansas City was able to take advantage of and they played great last week was that defensive line against a very, very banged up Cincinnati offensive line. And clearly they were able to play to that and, and, and really help. They, you know, they won't have quite that same luxury this week. Uh, another thing from a matchup standpoint, you're going to be looking at the two Kansas City tackles who are number three and number nine in the league and allowing the most pressures and taking on the two ends for Philadelphia, who I believe are number three and number nine in generating the most uh, pressures in, in win rate. So, um, you know, that that will be a very, very interesting matchup to watch. Uh, you know, that part of it, you know, could favor Philadelphia a little bit. With all that said, my numbers put put this game at one and a half right now, depending on where these injuries shake out. They do suggest the total would be a little bit higher. Again, where the, depending where the injuries shake out, maybe 54, 56 points. But, I, you know, I have another uh, model that I use. It's not as reliable. And this that has this thing closer to 46 points. And it kind of focuses in uh, a little bit more based on, you know, the fact that Philadelphia runs the ball a little bit more here as well. So uh, I haven't made a play in the total. And then to Chris's point, and this is another reason I haven't made the play, total, I know Chris threw out nine and three. And so, you know, maybe we're missing something or maybe I guess it's just the number, right? Because I've got eight and four to the under in any total in the Super Bowl that's in the 50s. So very similar results, including the last three. What's interesting, though, is totals uh, that have been blind between 47 and a half, and I use that number because 47 is a pretty key number, up to 49 and a half. So we're still under 50 in that 51 that Chris talked about that are so uh, key. Those last eight games lined in between 47 and a half and 49 and a half have all gone over the total. So, um, you know, depending on where this total goes, that, that could be a play here. And if this thing would, you know, slide back under under 50, maybe I would get more interest in taking the over as well. So um, I think it's going to be a great matchup. The numbers are, are pretty good right now. Um, and, you know, that that offensive line versus defensive line for Philadelphia, I think will be very intriguing. But the best player on this field is still Patrick Mahomes as well. And, and I'll, I'll say one last thing. Kansas City has lost three games this year. And I believe if I'm correct, they've been by three or four points uh, at, at the most, right? So, I just don't see them getting blown out. They got blown out a couple couple years ago against Tampa Bay, but that offensive line that they had was in shambles at the time. Uh, I don't see that happening. To me, this is going to be a very close game, especially if Kansas City, uh, you know, if they're going to lose, they're going to lose a very close game, and um, I think it's going to be a great game. I was a witness there to the Brady win, obviously, in the pandemic crazy Super Bowl at Raymond James Stadium. And that Tom Brady guy had a lot to do with it, too, hitting Rob Gronkowski a couple times and Antonio Brown another time, all in the first half of that game. Uh, all right. Uh, so, again, the handicappers gave you a couple of things that were there. Let's get to a couple of questions while we have a couple of more minutes uh, here. Aaron Rod is watching us and wants to know about first player to score props. We'll kind of talk some more about this. Uh, next week when we do this. Scott, since you're not here next week, do you like a, a first player to score prop in general? And if you do, do you like, is it, uh, you know, the Mahomes touchdown pass? Is it hurts on the ground? Thought Scott Kellen? Yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not into those a lot. I'm, and also, you know, I'll just say this is in regard to props. Uh, a couple things. 
If you're going to bet overs, generally better to bet them early than late. If you're going to bet unders, just the opposite. Generally speaking, you bet those late rather than over uh, than early, just because most people are going to bet overs. Uh, index props, which are like, hey, is uh, you know, is Kansas City going to win by one to five or six to thirteen? I would stay away from those. I think they're very, very difficult. Uh, and the touchdown props, uh, you know, it's something I, I just haven't done a lot of when I have done it. Uh, you know, for the most part, it hasn't worked out real well. So um, for the most part, I just stay away from that as well. But I will say this. I mean, it kind of depends on these injuries. If Legereus Sneed can't go in the secondary for Kansas City, they're going to have a lot of rookies back there. And you do have two elite receivers from Philadelphia. And I kind of mentioned this last week. Kansas City, although, you know, they held Cincinnati pretty well in check last week, they have not played super well against teams with multiple elite receivers. So, you know, some of it kind of depends on how the injuries uh, shake out as well. Chris, do you have any thought real quick? Give me a quick answer on um, the first person to score. Do you generally like to play that? Do you generally stay away? And do you have a thought if you do like to play it? Quick thought. My only thought is uh, those are the kind of bets where, you know, the sports books can put some extra, you know, the casinos put some extra tables and chairs down there on the on the main floor. You know, we, those are those are easy bets to lose. So I would I would avoid those for the most part. All right, wipe out on those. A lot of people are interested in most valuable player. It almost always is the quarterback. So for both of you, what's an interesting thought on an MVP not named Mahomes or Hurts? Chris, first, real quick. Yeah, it's really tough for Philly because, like we saw last week, right, that run game can really be sensational once they get going. Now, San Francisco actually did a really good job, uh, especially in the first half. The second half, they really took over in some garbage time. So. Um, I, I don't. If Philly wins, I don't think it's going to be Jalen Hurts that wins it um, because it's probably going to be a defensive win. You know, it's pr- it probably means there's a lot of sacks. Maybe Reddick. Like maybe Reddick with some sacks. Maybe yeah, Hassan Reddick right. as a maybe play. Maybe look at like a defensive lineman or something like that, or you know, one of the running backs. Uh, Scott Kellen, uh, Travis Kelsey's name comes up a bunch, and we don't know how healthy he's going to be. He played with back spasms in the championship game and had some big catches, including a touchdown. Is Kelsey like the next logical MVP play besides one of the quarterbacks maybe in this game? Yeah, I think potentially. I mean, back in the Philly thing, I, I think it would have to, because they've got so many people, it would have to be somebody that kind of wrecks the game like a Redick. Uh, Kelsey, yeah. And I read something the other day. I think he had an okay game against Tampa Bay in that Super Bowl, but that's, you know, they were getting blown out. They they kind of just went to him. But um, you know, where I read where, you know, he's been a little bit held in check in some of the Super Bowls uh, as well. So um, possibly, but, you know, he has been held in check in, in a few Super Bowls, I think, as well. All right, uh, good enough there on the questions and the Q&A and the live Q&A. Let's take a look at what we have here for you guys and uh, and your plays for this week. I know, Scott Kellen, you also uh, like the play, the team, as we see it there, the team that scores last is going to win the game as a prop as well, as something else to keep an eye on in addition to the, the ones that Chris has already handed out with the Kansas City money line and the undertotal. Hey, TJ, uh, yeah, let, let, let me just throw that out there real quick. This sure. has hit 12 of the last 13 years. Uh, you, you know, last year, I think it, I haven't seen it yet this year. It's probably out there, but I missed it. It was it was juice minus 230 last year when I played it. So it's a very high juice. 12 of the last 13 years. This game does figure to be close. If it is close, very good chance that the last team that scores is going to win the game as well. Not a lot of garbage points and garbage touchdowns. Listen, we're going to have plenty on this next week. Scott, a final thought, because you're not here with us next week. A final thought on this? 
look, uh, you know, it's a Super Bowl. You don't have to bet it. Uh, you know, I don't even know if I'll have a play on the side or total. But the prop bets do offer a ton of value uh, if you can find them. Uh, generally speaking, unders are better than overs. But you know what? If you find the right value, the overs there as well. And again, overs bet them early typically. Unders bet them late. Um, and just enjoy the game. Stay in control. Enjoy the game. And hopefully we can all, uh, you know, cash a few tickets. That should be a lot of fun. Chris Farley, I know you're going to be here next week. Final thought. You gave us a couple of early looks there. Final thought? My final thought is the if the Eagles remain the favorite, that would break Kansas City's streak of being a postseason favorite of 14, I think it's 14 wow. or 15 games in a row. Um, so, you know, extra motivation again for Patrick Mahomes. Watch out. All right. Good enough, gentlemen. Well done on an advanced show for Super Bowl 57. If you like this, Guess what? We're going to do it again next Thursday in advance of Super Bowl 57. Scott Kellen, it's been great to be with you all season long. Thank you. We'll Thank see you. what happens in the Super Bowl. We appreciate your time, your insight. They made money if they were listening to you, Brother Kellen, throughout the year. Thank you. Thank you. Great to right. be with you guys and appreciate all the viewers as well. We Good love man, that, Chris. Chris, you and I next week. Let's scrap some more over what's going to happen in Super Bowl 57. My thanks to Antonio and everybody at BetUS. We'll get you ready for Super Bowl 57 next Thursday before the game in Arizona.